Greetings in Jesus' name. This is Pastor Sean, and you are listening to The Intersection, not your normal fluffy Christian show. White supremacist everywhere. White supremacist here and there. Maybe one in the chair. Almost sounded like Dr. Seuss, didn't it? Yes, this is the new narrative. All social ills happening right now is because the United States has suddenly become filled with white supremacists. We'll say, no, they've they've always been white supremacist. There's always been white supremacy here. It's just being exposed now. So but white supremacy has been everywhere, or as a quote from The Sixth Sense, I see white supremacists, only they don't know they're white. No, wait. Only they don't know they're supremacist. It is the, the, uh, the new norm that white supremacy is now, it is now not a cognitive, purposeful thing, but yet something that is subconsciously affecting all people, especially whites. And there are even white supremacist blacks, according to to this. Uh, and by the way, this isn't all. This isn't coming from black folks. My 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 black family and friends they they do not see white supremacist around every corner. They do not think that white supremacist are on the rise or on the move. In fact, it's the other way around. I can tell you. I have probably met some racist people, but to this day, in my many, many years of being on the right, of being a Republican, of being a conservative, I have yet to meet a white supremacist, an actual white supremacist. I'm sure there's some. There's some losers out there sitting somewhere and, you know, some some place, you know, with their little swastika armbands being, you know, whatever. But the fact is, is that this narrative is not being pushed because of racial equality. No, in fact, you know what doesn't even have anything to do with racism? What, Pastor Sean? Then what's all this stuff we're hearing about? So all of these companies who are doing critical race theory and teaching people to be less white, less privileged, convincing them that, that, that it's not enough to be, um, not a racist. You have to be anti-racist. That's the new one. Now you can say, I'm not a racist. Yeah, but you're not anti-racist. Oh, I get it now. So now you're not advocating for the same ridiculous uh, critical race theory uh, objectives that people, uh, activists, are, are, are active for. So why are they doing this? Why are, well, every time cultural Marxism, well, by the way, we are in cultural Marxism. If you don't believe it, if you don't believe that we already have re-education camps, look at the people who are losing their jobs just because they simply disagreed with somebody's narrative on the left. Let's take Piers Morgan, for instance. He just said he's not buying Meghan Markle's story. He thinks she's a spoiled little American brat who came over and caused all kinds of trouble in the royal family, and he's not believing her. And because he didn't believe her, he got canceled because it's racist not to believe Meghan Markle, who, by the way, is half black. But it's ra- that's besides the point. It's racist not to believe Meghan Markle. And then Sharon Osbourne stuck up for Piers Morgan's because she's friends and said he's absolutely not a racist and she got canceled because you can't disagree with a person you can't agree with a person who disagreed with Meghan Markle and that's what this new cancel culture is about it's to put everybody it's to make the the uh, accusation of white supremacy and racism so rampant that you're afraid to even question common sense narratives like maybe Meghan Markle it's not because she's black maybe she's a spoiled little american brat who's sowing discord in the royal family and using her million dollar lifestyle 
Wasn't it great to see them on Oprah? Two oppressed millionaires talking to an oppressed billionaire. Just amazing. It's amazing what oppression can do. Even millionaires and billionaires are oppressed. Well, that's because, Pastor Sean, you don't understand systemic racism. Well, guess what? Guess what? So this white supremacy narrative is being carried out so that we can invoke cultural markets. Not because they care about people of color. This has got nothing to do with equality or people of color whatsoever. They throw them under the bus. People of color, you get thrown under the bus every election. They tell you that if the Republicans or conservatives win, you should be scared and frightened because they're going to reinvoke slavery and they're all white supremacists and they're, uh, you know, they're, they're all, they're all evil racists and they, they, they try to put minorities in fear. And then as soon as they get elected, they throw them under the bus and don't do a thing. No, no, don't, don't do a thing. Don't do a thing. In fact, people may go crazy over this. Do you know the Republican Party actually is the Civil Rights Party? It's the original Civil Rights Party. It was the abolitionist party. It was the prevalent party during um, um, it was the prevalent party during the civil rights movement. And today, it's still the civil. Well, how can you say that? Look at all these programs that exactly Democrats offer programs and crumbs to minorities. They offer them uh, government funded segregated housing. They offer them uh, help as long as the father's not in the house. They offer. I mean, they have done nothing. No, leftism is nothing but destroy communities of color the last 50 years. What do conservatives have to offer? A place at the table. Real, you know where real, uh, you know where real equality comes from? Not from the government. It comes from markets. It comes from gaining wealth. It comes from producing. It comes from, and that's what conservatives offer people of color. Real oppor, that's why Donald Trump had opportunity zones. That's why he funded HSBC's um, historically black colleges, which, by the way, Biden reversed. Um, that's why um, the conservative party still is the party of civil rights. You know, it's hard to convince people of that, but it is. And all of this convincing that the United and I, I talked the last couple weeks about the purge in the military. You know, we we had a we had a stand down in the military. Because after the January 6th event, which, by the way, was a white supremacist riot in a in a in a uh, um, it was an attempted insurrection by white supremacist, even though a lot of the people in there were Latino and black and and uh, Asian and all kinds of different colors. But it was a it was a uh, an attempted um, overthrow of the elected government by white supremacists and then we had to gate up washington and put armed guards and have the uh you know have the uh national guard there because we were so afraid white supremacists were i mean you just see white supremacists everywhere it's unfortunate i didn't realize our, our country was so steeped in white supremacy thought we'd made some progress but what is the purpose of this the same thing they did during the bolshevik revolutions and those is you take groups and you pit them against each other and you claim that some are marginalized against others and you use that to gain power and then when you gain power you throw that minority group under the bus it happens every four years during elections and that's exactly what's going on as we're being introduced to soft communism oh well, that's a little rat no we are in soft com when you lose your job because of what you say you're in soft communism when you're afraid to disagree with Meghan Markle, you're in soft communism. When you're when you're always on your heels, afraid of being called a race, you know when this is going to end? When people get tired and don't care about being called racist anymore. 
when you don't even defend yourself because you're not guilty. All white people are not guilty just in lieu of being white, just as all black people aren't guilty and in lieu of just being black. Now, is there racism? Probably. It's racist people. Only God can change that. Only God can change a person's heart. Pass all the laws you want. You're not going to change a man's heart. Unfortunately, racism is uh, is prevalent in every culture. It happens in every single culture. But the real, real reason for this new push on all of this white supremacy and this being less white and this uh, critical race theory being taught and all these classes being happened is because they're trying to use it to undo, um, undo the systems so that we can introduce a soft communism. And uh, it's happening. It's happened. Can I, you know, Dennis Prager said something really wise today. He said for the first time in his life, he knows there are South American countries, South American countries right now that are probably more free than we are. You say, well, how how you what you mean? South American dictatorships, banana republics? Yes, because most of the time you don't lose your job or get thrown off a board or excoriated or your life destroyed simply because you disagree with, I don't know, transgender issues, because you don't think that girl, boys, biological males should play in girls' sports. Oh, you're terrible, and you can be destroyed for that. Because you disagree with Meghan Markle, you can be destroyed for that. You can be destroyed for so many things. And tell me that we're not in soft communism. Tell me the First Amendment hasn't been spun on its head. Oh, it's there in theory in place. But there's no protections. There's no protections for speech anymore. Your speech either passes the leftist lingual test or you're you're done. You're done. They'll ruin your life, your family, your business, your reputation. They'll say all kinds of evil lies about you. But never fear. This is the way that communist revolutions are born. It's also the way that patriots regroup, uh, that patriots form, and... Uh, you know, challenges to our constitutional republic probably are good sometimes because they can cause us to strengthen the foundations. I've never seen it this far. I've never seen the foundations so cracked. But it's all part of a plan. It's all part of a larger plan. Don't think this stuff's not being done on purpose. Of course it is. And, of course, recently, of course, we've had some mass shootings. And when the mass shootings happened, they, of course, were blamed on white supremacy. The first one happened in Atlanta. A young man, uh, Robert Aaron Long, I'll call him a monster, um, took responsibility for a string of shootings that left eight people dead. This is his words. He confessed that he had a sex addiction. Well, if you have any context here, the women, the women and, and men... Uh, but the women that he shot were massage parlor uh, women. And uh, reportedly his sex addiction drove him to these massage parlors to be um, sexually gratified by these Asian women. Um, and he apparently um, considers himself to have a sex addiction and sees these locations as a temptation for him he wanted to eliminate. Now, this sounds like just a, a, a bat crazy man. Just a an, an un un just loco. This guy is just crazy, and he thinks that if he gets rid of these women, 
by the way, my wife said something really, really awesome about this. So, so it was, it was pitted as an anti-Asian action. And they even had, you know, after this, of course, we had all these meetings about anti-Asian, uh, anti-Asian sediment that's growing and all of these anti-Asian attacks. And I'm, I'm thinking, well, where's all this going on that I haven't noticed about? I think that, that Asians do pretty well here and we, everybody seems to do pretty well, but there's supposedly all this anti-Asian, anti-sentiment. Of course, they want to link it to Donald Trump in his feud with the Chinese over the, um, the virus, which he called the China virus, uh, which the liberals called the Wuhan virus before they got him for calling it a China virus. Um, but anyway, he decided to think um, that he was if he shot these women. And by the way, he shot a couple men, too, who weren't Asian. Um, believe one was a white man. Don't know why he one white supremacist would shoot another white guy. But um, the report the reported motive appears to contradict several Democrats in Congress, including Representative Rashida Tlaib. Are you surprised? Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts surprised again, who quickly blamed white supremacy while the investigation was still ongoing. Two of the fatalities were white. This guy's a terrible white supremacist. Because I think when you're a white supremacist, you're sworn to protect white people just for the sake of them being white. Not if they're good or bad, just for them being white. This guy shot two whites as well. The other six were Asian Americans. Imagine if he was black, Muslim, or Latino, Tlaib tweeted. This is exposing white supremacy in all forms. Democrat Adam Smith blamed white supremacy and racist rhetoric centered around COVID-19. So they're basically saying that because Donald Trump said, you know, they, they can't, this guy, he's not even in office anymore and they can't leave it alone. They just can't, they cannot leave because it's not about Donald Trump. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about white supremacy. It is about leftist supremacy. And this is the way they get it. They use anyone, anybody they can feign uh, oppression. They will use anyone, any minority, any person of color, any gender, any sexual orientation. They will use them to gain power, and then they will quickly toss them under the bus. Do you think that the mostly prominent white Democrat party is really looking to over to 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 give their power over to oh people they think are oppressed? Do you really think so? Really think this is all good-hearted? No. The interesting thing is this young man's 21 years old. What's going on with all these 21-year-olds on these mass shootings? And then, of course, it will also go into the next thing will be gun control, which we will get on at another time. Um, the mayor of Atlanta, where this happened, added these attacks come at a time when white supremacy and anti-Asian violence are spreading like a disease in our country. I don't, my, I got Asian friends I didn't. They don't seem to be scared. They don't, they haven't felt any real anti-Asian animosity. They haven't felt, they're not feeling like people are, if you get some jerk who yells something out or does something stupid, well, that's on the jerk. We don't indict a whole culture over this. But of course, white guilt and white shame will know no end. Will know no end until leftists take over. It will know no end until leftists take over over former president barack obama also weighed in tweeting that the identity of victim underscores an alarming rise in anti-asian violence you know they won't even take the young man's word 
had these been white massage therapists in a white parlor, were led to believe that he would not have uh, used the same motivation to kill them because his sex addiction would not have been blamed on them? He's blaming it on his sex addiction, and he's blaming it on them being the source of temptation. It sounds to me like he's just nuts. He's just crazy. And that's absolutely what it is. Oh, I don't know if I can use nuts or crazy. Sounds like he is, um, his sanity is challenged. I don't know how to put it in a proper way that's not offensive, but it sounds to me. But, of course, the first thing they do, and like my wife said, why isn't this more of about a crime against women? That's the, the guy went and shot, he didn't shoot, he shot men that were in the parlor, but he didn't didn't target men. He targeted women in his outlet of frustration and rage. They were the problem because they were female. That was the problem. I can almost buy that as a hate crime against women, but to to chalk this up as some form of white supremacy and anti-Asian violence. So then we come to the next mass shooting. And oh, this one didn't work out so well. They still pinned it on white supremacy. Unfortunately, in Boulder, Colorado, another 21-year-old shooter um, who was injured in the shootout shot 10 people and killed them in a Boulder, Colorado grocery store. And I'm telling you, before we knew the facts, before we knew a thing. By the way, the, the shooter in Atlanta who was white, we knew he was white. He was blamed on white supremacy, and we knew his name before the night was over. This shooting in Boulder, Colorado, immediately got blamed on white supremacy. Kamala Harris's niece tweeted... That the Atlanta shooting was not even a week ago. White men are the greatest terrorist threat to our country. And then later she went and I deleted the previous tweet about the suspect in the Boulder shooting. I made an assumption on him being taken into custody alive in the fact that the majority of mass shootings in the U.S. are carried out by white men. Have you heard that, that white men are the most dangerous animal that we we, we create? And, and by the way, they're just in lieu of population and percentage. There's probably a greater chance that a white man's going to consider, going to carry out a mass shooting because in lieu that they're white. I mean, in lieu that there's more, there's more of them. But... And there are some are white men that carry out mass shootings. No lie about it. But you have to go to the motivation. Is the motivation racism? This immediately, again, was an example of white supremacy. And many, many piled on. Many, many piled on. Senior writer Julie DeCaro at USA Today. Editor Hamel Jahara also blamed the shooting on white men. DeCario made clear Tuesday morning on Twitter that she would not apologize because her tweet is still true. It's always an angry white man, always, according to Hamil Jahavari. For everyone asking me if I'm going to delete this tweet and apologize to white men, no, I am not, because it's still true. Julie DeCaro. Wow. Dylan Park stated in a tweet that had been liked over 125,000 times. Right down the road, police killed Elijah McClain while he apologized for not doing anything wrong. Two different Americans. Two different Americas, he says as he pulls his 125,000 likes on a tweet that is completely false. Completely false. 
C.J. Whirlman, a global correspondent. The suspected gunman in Boulder, Colorado, mass shooting as a white guy. Seven reported dead. Don Winslow, police have taken him into custody. Translation, he was white. Ding, ding, ding. Call it what it is. White supremacist domestic terrorism, said activist Rosanna Arquette. Call it what it is. White supremacist domestic terrorism. Countless members of the media and activists jumped on board. Yes, during a Monday night press conference, the Boulder Police Department confirmed 10 people had died in the shooting earlier in the day, including a 51-year-old police officer. What about all these 51? What about all these police officers who are being murdered? What? What is? Uh, nope. Nope. Can I tell you something? More police officers attacked and murdered than unarmed uh, minorities being killed. By far. By far. By far. So what's the... Most ridiculous thing about all of this cause in white supremacy? Well, the 21-year-old who shot up the Boulder, Colorado store, he killed 10 white people, by the way. 10 white people. 21-year-old Ahmad Al-Alawi Alisa. You know, I think I was going to name my kid that, figuring we was from the South. No, is that a Southern name? No. No. Is that a European name? No. Is that an African-American name? No. No. That's a Middle Eastern name. And guess what? We didn't get the name for a long, long time until the name got leaked. We knew the Atlanta shooter's name the night before. I mean, right after he was arrested, hot off the presses, that name was out there. But this name was hidden. Why? Because it didn't fit the narrative. And you know what's sad is the people who were so disappointed not in the shooting, not in the victims, not in gun violence, disappointed because it didn't fit the narrative of white supremacy. And there are those who still claimed <laughs> they refused to back down on their claims of white supremacy. And this is the odd thing about it. So deceptive, so psychotic is the thinking that now. You can be a person of color and still be a white supremacist. And you can be a white person and you can be an activist. You can actually be and you can actually be become a honorary minority by your leftist stance. And if you're on the right and you happen to be a person of color, you have white supremacy roots. Just ask Ben Carson. Right? Ben Carson's been Accused of white supremacy by white reporters who, I guess, consider themselves to be more of a minority than Ben Carson because of their leftist views. Like I said, left is the new black. Pray for America. Pray for unity. Because in the Church of Jesus Christ, we don't see color except the blood of Jesus. Until next time, this is Pastor Sean. May God richly bless you. We're the bad news. We're the young guns. We're the ones that they told you to run from. Yeah, the player's gonna play and the hater's gonna hate.